Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Faithful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes and I believe that God's gladly lived a packet until all around the world it's been circulated. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast today. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end time word. Well, greetings, friends, brothers, and sisters. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. We're so glad you're here. Um, we are going to take you once again today to the land of the rising sun. That's Japan. We had a couple of podcasts not long ago uh, with Brother Timothy Pruitt talking about the outreach that's going on in Japan. And we let you know that we didn't think we had heard the end of that story. It, it seemed as as though the Lord was really on the move in that country. Well, today we are privileged to have an interview with Brother Fedemar de Guzman, and he is the pastor of the small work that is starting up there in Japan. He's from the Philippines, and uh, the Lord has just raised him up and transferred him through his work to that country. And now there is a work starting up. And to me, it's very exciting, Brother Tim. This is just something that's just on the cutting edge of what God is doing. And I, I really enjoyed hearing Brother Fedomar, they call him Brother Fed, tell about how the Lord is working in Japan. Well, we're very glad today to have Brother Fedomar de Guzman here with us. That sounds almost like a Spanish name, but it's actually a Filipino name and reflects the Spanish influence in the country of the Philippines. But uh, Brother Fedemar is not calling from the Philippines or is not connected from the Philippines. But right now he's in Japan because Brother Fedemar is the pastor of the church in Japan. And we're very happy to have him with us. We call him Brother Fed. So welcome, Brother Fed, to the podcast. Amen. God bless you, Brother Tim. Thank you very much for having me uh, today. And we are... I am sending greetings with me uh, to your pastor and to the church there, as well as uh, to all uh, those who are listening and will be listening to this uh, podcast. I, I send greetings from our uh, small church in uh, Yokohama, Japan. Amen. Yokohama is, uh, how far is that from Tokyo? Is that nearby? Amen. So uh, Yokohama is uh, just side by side, uh, very near. Uh, to Tokyo because Tokyo City is the capital of Tokyo State and Yokohama is the like the capital the main city of the Kanagawa uh, prefecture or Kanagawa State and Kanagawa and Tokyo are just side by side in the map okay so just for our listeners what is the population in Yokohama do you know uh, 10 million 15 million must be quite large huh you're just, I can hear your keyboard going, so you're just yes. looking it up. <laughs> yeah, it's around, it says uh, 3.7 million in 2015. Okay, 3.7 million. Not as large as I thought it was, but that's larger than our city, and I'm sure larger than most. Well, we're so glad to have you with us, and we talked before with Brother Fed, and we're glad to go back to it now. And when we talked last time, Brother Fed, 
And before we get into what God is doing in Japan, we want to learn a little bit about yourself because you are from the Philippines. And how did you first come to be connected to the country of Japan? You didn't move there just to pastor the church. Uh, you were sharing yes. with us, you have other connections to the country of Japan. Yes. Uh, so the first time I ever uh, came to Japan was in uh, 2013. It was a business trip sponsored by my previous company. And uh, in 2013 and 2014, this company have sent me around three or four times uh, in Japan. It, just a short business trip each time. Mm -hmm. And the last time was the last time uh, I was sent was uh, I was with my wife and we were just married way back 2014. And upon seeing the country, the people, and Japan as a whole, so we had a, that desire to to live in Japan someday. But uh, you know, after uh, many things has happened, I was actually uh, uh, transferred into another company, and it seems like uh, uh, that desire never did mat materialize. But mm. until 2018, okay. uh, I received a job offer from a company in in uh, Japan. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, at first I was hesitant. I was uh, praying if this is the Lord's will, because I have been receiving many uh, invitation, uh, job offer from different countries, even in Canada, Malaysia, uh, Finland, uh, for my uh, uh, career. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm an electronics engineer by profession, and so. But this company in Japan, uh, when they have uh, sent the invitation they have uh, specifically said that they can support uh, the visa uh, processing of my wife and my children up to two children they said okay. and so that's why that's what uh, uh, make me uh, a bit uh, interested and to know more about it because uh, I don't want to go work abroad uh, just me without my wife sure so, absolutely uh, but this yeah and so I got, uh, I prayed about it. Actually, my prayer is, Lord, if this is not your will, don't let me uh, <laughs> uh, pass any interview or any, any processing, anything. But uh, there has been some problem and there has been some delay, but the Lord uh, made a way. And uh, to cut the long, long story short, uh, we moved in Japan in June 2018. Okay. Uh, originally, because of uh, this new job that I got uh, from Japan. Now, originally you were meant to go in a certain location you were sharing with me before, and then yes. all of a sudden at the last minute, the plans got changed. I want you to share that yes. with the people. <laughs> Amen. So uh, when when I received that invitation, the uh, city wherein I will be deployed would be Pukoka. Pukoka City is in the southern part of Japan. The southern uh island of japan southern main island and you know tokyo is the northern uh, main island okay and uh uh so uh i i all the time of the process the interview and everything uh they are telling me that i will be deployed there but uh because of some delays in the process in the philippine side uh, some le legal process that we need to do so it that got some delay and so uh the job uh opening actually and that city in Pukoko was closed and right. so they they uh they need to put me some somewhere else yeah. and so they changed that and suddenly at the like few days before my trip 
my flight. They they inform me that I will be instead of Fukuoka, I will be in uh, uh, near Tokyo area. My, just a few days before you were to leave. Yes. Now, what you didn't know at that time was that did you know about the believers in Japan or or anything about the church there? Yes, uh, uh, um, I just knew by uh, uh, through through Pastor Danny. Uh, sometimes uh, I've seen some reports from him and uh, maybe some posts from, from from his family, social media about uh, Japan. So I know that there's some few believers there. That's why when we were uh, about to go to Japan, so I contacted Pastor Danny and asked him about. Uh, contacts of people that where where we should uh, where we could fellowship with and okay. uh, he he has given me the contact of sister Ruth. okay now you came so you came to japan in 2018 and then yes. you you brought your wife did you have children at that time yes yes i ha uh, we we traveled together me my wife and my daughter okay Kiana. and then you so you came to yokohama or area, and uh, then you contacted the believers there. Now, you had previously been in the ministry. You had already been preaching the gospel in Philippines. Is that right? Yes, yes. So I grew up in the message. My parents uh, got converted in the message while they uh, they were young people mm -hmm. before they got married. So Were they Catholics uh, before or nothing? Yes, they were Catholic before. So okay. majority of the uh, Filipinos were Catholic. Right. I and that. Uh, yeah. so the, actually the first gathering in our city was in the house of my grandmother. Okay. When the message reached our city, the first gatherings and fellowship were in the house of my grandmother. In the mid-80s, okay. uh, Brother Roel Soriano and uh, the other early message ministers in the Philippines uh, helped establish the church in our place. Later on, my uncle, Brother Chris Regalado, uh, became the pastor in the church. And I have uh, three other uncles, so I, I believe three total uh, uncles that became pastor oh, in the my. message. So our family really uh, loves the message. Amen. And uh, my father also uh, would be a deacon many mm -hmm. years. And when he, when he was in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, he would also help to establish a gathering there uh, in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Okay, very but good. But I need to have my also my own personal conversion. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I gave my life to the Lord in 2002. Okay. And uh, God used the youth camp in uh, in, in our in the Philippines. Amen. And I believe I received the Holy Ghost in 2004. Amen. And from since then, uh, uh, I had always had the desire to be involved in the ministry, um, doing all I can for God's people, no matter what it is, even uh, cleaning the church, playing the guitar, piano, mm -hmm. uh, instrument, until I was tasked to lead the young people group in our church. Mm -hmm. So I have become the youth leader uh, for seven years. Aye. And until I got married, I became a deacon uh, to the church. Little did I know that all of those experiences, God would use that to prepare me for uh, uh, this ministry that he entrusted me today in Japan. Amen, Brother Fed. That's the way God works, isn't it? You just be faithful in what God gives you to do. And he that yes. is faithful in the least, the Lord gives him more. 
and more responsibility as he is faithful to what God has given him. We find that to be the same everywhere. That's the scriptural principle. Amen. Amen. Well, that's wonderful. And so you came to Japan in 2018, um, and you contacted Sister Ruth. I want you to tell the people the story now. You contacted them and arranged to, I think, meet with them the first Sunday you were there? Yes, yes. So our trip was, uh, that was Saturday, uh, June uh, 23, I believe, 2018. That was Saturday, and we arrived at uh, Narita International Airport uh, evening, I believe, 8 or 9 p.m. Hmm. And uh, we we came to our hotel because our uh, place is in Kanagawa. That's uh, a bit far from the airport, Narita Airport. So we arrived at the hotel around uh, midnight or so we mm. say past midnight already so that's already sunday when right. we arrived sure uh, early sunday but uh we uh, we really have a desire i have a desire that uh i don't i don't want to miss any any sunday without fellowshipping with the the, the believers and so uh i'm glad sister ruth uh, responded when i messaged her and uh, she invited me right away to they said that they had uh, book a room and they are having fellowship on that same Sunday. Okay. That's the first time that they are uh, they book a room, a proper room to hmm. have fellowship. Uh, that was but, the first uh, time when they, they have had booked, got, Yeah, they have booked room. that. Mm. When they have booked that, uh, they have I haven't contacted her or anything. Like okay. they have booked that two weeks, three weeks ago, and they know they uh, no one knows. But yeah. God knows. Amen. And so we, we were there the first time they, they gathered in, in, in that room. And uh, it, it was just uh, informal uh, sharing. We just shared. I shared the word informally to them, introduced ourselves to them. And uh, after the day, they, they, they said to me that uh, they were planning to uh, rent a room at least uh, once a month so that they can meet. And then... Uh, I told them uh, why why not every week <laughs> why not every sure. sunday and so uh, we uh, we everyone agreed and i uh, was so happy about that and since then uh, we are gathering every sunday amen regularly yeah. amen so that's five years ago praise be to god yes. that's wonderful now uh the uh, we had a couple of podcasts with uh brother timothy pruitt i know he's just one of many ministers that have traveled to Japan to help uh, both before you were there and after. And uh, yes. uh, some of the uh, tell us some of the other ministers that have labored in Japan to help what's going on there. Yes. So uh, since I got the contact from uh, Pastor Danny, so I will start uh, with there. Uh, uh, Pastor Danny is like, uh, as I told before, he's like a godfather. Uh, I don't know how you call that. It's like a second father, second parents sure. that we have. On our wedding in the Philippines, we uh, invited people whom we trust, elders to us that would give us advice in our marriage life and help us along the way. And Pastor Danny is one of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's really a close friend uh, to me. We might, also, call it, uh, we might call it here like a mentor 
or something like Mentor, that. We, yes. we don't use the term Godfather. That's more of a Catholic <laughs> term, but that's okay. It's 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 not like it's uh, um, something uh, evil or anything like that. It's just a term. But uh, yes. yeah, no, we we appreciate that. We don't have that custom here. It might be a good custom if we had it here. But uh, carry on. So, Brother Danny, I know him, and I know he's been to Japan many times. And uh, does he still come? Yes, yes, yes. So, I believe he started to come here in Japan uh, also in 2013. <laughs> and uh, God has opened some doors, uh, I believe, through a contact being shared by uh, Pastor Shelley. Okay. Yeah, and uh, since then, uh, he has been coming back here uh, about one or two times per, uh, per year. And maybe if it's not been for COVID, maybe even three or four times. Okay. Because uh, I've heard uh, him, uh, his desire is now to, to focus in helping in, in Japan. He has been uh, helping in the missions uh, through uh, to Indonesia, Myanmar, and many right. other countries in Asia. Right. But uh, yes, the, the, the COVID has arrived. <laughs> But mm -hmm. uh, before that, so he has been going here. Uh, most especially, his focus is uh, most of the time that he was here, he was only in Yokohama and Tokyo. So it's like the, okay. he focused on this area. And uh, many of the part of the congregation actually uh, respects him and uh, were blessed by him. Some of them, uh, he, he baptized himself uh, way back 2014. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, of course, uh, other ministers who, uh, whom I know, uh, Brother Craig, Brother uh, Timothy, uh, right. Brother Tim, uh, Brother been Craig, supporting. Brother, Brother Craig would be Brother Craig Boer. Yeah, Brother Craig Boer, right. Brother George uh, Winters. Sure. Uh, they have been planting seed in the other different places too, like in, in Gipu and other, uh, like other provinces uh, in Japan. And uh, so when my... Uh, One time, I believe they their airports met. Hmm. So the so they they, uh, they have joined and uh, uh, they they have joined their airports and that's, it has become uh, uh, that's the time I believe right. that they met Sister Ruth and okay. and uh, her family. Right. And uh, Sister yeah, Ruth, so let's let's has, buy let's try sidetrack on Sister Ruth here a little bit. Um, yes. Sister Ruth, for people that don't know, is the main translator there in Japan and has done a tremendous job uh, bringing the Japanese translations to publishing. Right now on the Message Hub, we have 398, almost 400 translation in the Japanese language, which is phenomenal for the few translators yes. that have been working on it. That is absolutely a phenomenal number of translations. And a uh, large part of the credit goes to Sister Ruth, but of course we give all the glory to the Lord Jesus. But uh, we sure appreciate her. Tell us about Sister Ruth. Yes, so uh, their their family and my family, uh, we were the first one who gathered regularly when when we came, mm -hmm. uh, plus one or two another brethren. So we started with that, just our family. Uh, and I'm so honored and I appreciate uh, these other ministers who were ahead of me, the brothers that went before me in Japan for also trusting me and acknowledging me so when they learned that uh, we, we started to gather regularly mm -hmm. and uh, they did not hesitate to uh, uh, repair their, their refer their contacts and other people that they have been going through 
and uh, that's the time that uh, these people started to join also okay. uh, the the regular gathering and uh, even the people that they have baptized before brother craig baptized some of them too oh, okay wonderful now sister ruth is not the only translator in japan is she yes yes uh, i believe uh the first one was sister grace right uh, before and then there were a couple of other sisters too who did this, the translator uh, translation job in the past you know, we know when we see such a success in translation that God's getting ready to do something. And uh, the message is what clothes the bride, the elect of the hour, quickened by the message of the hour. And so when God puts it into a language, especially in a country where English is not readily spoken, it's so vital to have the message in the people's language. Now, yes. I, I want to ask you for the people here that are listening, because... Japan is a different country. You know, it's it's very isolated. The people, you know, we see a lot of Chinese all over the world, but we don't see a lot of Japanese all over the world. And uh, uh, tell us about the people of Japan, what it's like. The people, I think, as we were talking about before, uh, the people are not uh, very much believers in a God, so to speak. Yes, so... Uh Coming from a uh, Filipino background like me, we know that uh, we Filipinos, uh, we we like in our uh, our descendants came from different uh, places: China, uh, Malaysia, Indonesia, and we have been called colonized by Spain for almost 400 years, mm -hmm. and uh, America and Japan also had came uh, occupied our country in our history. So. Uh, that I believe be, uh, help us to become uh, more open and more flexible. Uh, mm -hmm. Our culture to be like that, and that is the exact opposite of Japan. Japan is uh, very isolated, and uh, they hold on to their culture. The evident is the the language, and we see that that uh, most of the Japanese uh, uh, there's uh, there's few uh, Japanese that can really speak fluent uh, in English. Most of them. Even the professionals, they they just speak uh, Japanese. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, also you can you can uh, see the the barrier just in itself. Right. Now the people themselves, how are they receptive to a God uh, who does the supernatural, who sent a messenger in these last days to prepare a people for a rapture? How is how is that impact upon the people? Of course, for those who have a seed of God in them, they recognize that to be the eagle food. Sure, sure. But uh, uh, based, uh, in my experience, uh, some people in Japan, as I have told last time, my experience in when I was uh, do, uh, having a haircut, with uh, having a talk with uh, the barber, and uh, suddenly our conversation gets into religion. And he, he asked me, so uh, he said, uh, uh so you are a christian i said i said yes and then he told me how old are you i told him that i was uh on thir thir uh, 31 or thir I, I i don't i forget the year when that was happened uh -huh. and then he, uh, he said uh he was shocked and maybe he 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 thought that i was uh a, a young man <laughs> and he said uh that uh, it's like a 
to him it's just a fantasy book and hmm. it's just for children's stories and uh now they're they're i i always thought they were buddhist or or some other religion but really they're largely atheists aren't they Yes, yes. So they they practice the the religion, I believe, by by just to do the ceremonies. You know, uh, most of them they go to the uh, the Buddhist shrine every mm. first day of the year. Okay. They do some prayer, and but there, there's uh, most of them do, don't go. You know, regularly to have uh, to worship or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just they just do it on the surface, especially mm. the the young younger generation. Perhaps mm-hmm. the older generation, maybe uh, holding on to the uh, B- Buddhism belief more or Shinto, uh, but the younger generation, as what I have uh, experienced, uh, they they as as what the barber said, he said his God is Google his or God Yahoo, is Google or Yahoo. I yes. see, that's that's a pretty lame God. <laughs> it might be a the tree of knowledge you might say he's worshiping at the tree of knowledge and that's not a very good yeah. place to worship and uh but that's that's very interesting i've you know from time to time of course every minister has dealt with uh atheists over the years and people have a different approach and uh depending on the situation so but for them to come to know that there's a god that god is real uh, you know, I, I can't help but think all of the translation work that's been done, all that the Lord has done to pour in the message into the Japanese language, that something's going to break and something's going to happen there in Japan yes. that, that will cause a great uh, ingathering of the seed of God. As we know that Amen. the wheat will be gathered into the garner, and that's God's promise for the last days. It's wheat time. Amen. Now, now um, How's your Japanese? Uh, I've been studying <laughs> Japanese, and uh, I was actually about to take another exam on July. So give us That's a grading the, in Japanese. Give us something in Japanese. Yeah, uh, so it's morning here, so we greet Ohio gozaimasu. Ohio gozaimasu. I, yes, I probably yes. said it wrong, but... Uh, <laughs> that's, that's very interesting. That's good morning. That's good morning. Can in, you say God Japanese. bless you in Japanese? That's gonna be a long one. Kamino shukufuku ga arimasyoni. Wow, you're very good. You're very good. That's impressive. I just memorized that phrase because that <laughs> one is very useful. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like my French. I think I know three sentences. One of them which is to say, I'm sorry I don't speak French. And that's uh the three sentences I've learned. So that's wonderful. Now you're pastoring there, you have a church. Are you renting now or you are you have you bought a place or what are you doing? Yes, uh so uh we started uh when we have fellowshipping we we just renting every Sunday okay. uh, different rooms in uh sometimes private private owned uh building and sometimes government uh uh owned building uh usually uh we do uh we rent uh like some uh, seminar room or something mm-hmm. uh, but uh in the pandemic most of the public places they closed sure so uh we that's that i mean i believe in 2020 we have changed into uh we have looked 
for uh, we started to look for another option where we would gather. God has given us that time a big seminar room with a with a piano. Okay. With a free piano in it, and so Wonderful. we most of the time we we have used that that room uh, for like almost uh, two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, we have been using that room. Okay. But uh, as the pandemic approaches the end, then people started to book again. Right. that room and people started to gather different seminars and concerts and everything and so uh, sometimes we couldn't book that that room anymore mm-hmm. and we could not go back to the the, the public owned or the government owned uh, establishment because most of the time they say no singing no uh, no loud okay. <laughs> no loud no loud shouting or, or loud voices because okay. you know in the other rooms there were classes going on and so uh we ha- really had a desire to have our our own our mm-hmm. own regular place uh of uh, worship and that god has given that to us uh in just last year november we have okay. moved into this uh new building it is still renting yeah. uh, we did not bought it we we're just okay. renting paying it uh, every month but at least uh, it is a regular place for us that we can set up our sound system and instrument and uh, live stream setup and everything so you have the you're renting it, but it's your place. You don't want to share it with anybody or anything yes, like that. Yes, it's our place. That's wonderful. And how many people gather there? Uh, regularly, uh, there's a fifteen to twenty person gathered mm-hmm. uh, every Sunday. Okay. And if everyone w- would come together at the same time, maybe we, we can reach 30, 30 people. Okay. Gathering. Yeah. Very good. Very good. That's a good little work there, Brother Fed, and I'm sure it keeps you busy with your full-time job and your family and everything. I've been there. I know what it is to pastor a small group, work full-time, raise a family, all of those things. It's People don't understand the burden of it, but uh, that is a burden, and God puts that on the pastor. What year did you become the officially the pastor there? Yeah, so uh, we came in 2018, Mm -hmm. and as I've told you, these other ministers, they've been uh, referring their contacts and the converts that uh, they've got mm-hmm. uh, into the ministry. And uh, uh, one time when uh, Brother Danny, I believe he was, that time he was together with other Filipino ministers like Brother Nestor and uh, Brother Vernon mm-hmm. uh, Manahan was with, was with him. And both of them saw the situation and the current status of the gathering and uh, at first, when they came, they they did not plan that they gonna uh, uh, ordain or officially mm-hmm. uh, ordain the church or ordain pray for me officially. Mm-hmm. But they have seen the situation, and uh, they have acknowledged, and the the, the congregation uh, uh, did not uh, say no or okay. they agree. Everyone <laughs> agreed, and that's the time in two thousand twenty. I believe January or February, uh, 2020. 2020, when we February. Were, yeah. When our, our gathering or fellowship were finally acknowledged. Amen. Uh, as a church. And uh, they have prayed for me as uh, well. Acknowledged me as a pastor of this church. Amen. Now you're very humble, Brother Fed, to say the church did not say no. You know, that's a very humble way to say it. You know, we're so glad that you're recognized there amongst the people you're ministering there. Do you do outreach? Do you have outreach coming up? Uh, yes, what, yes. What do you do there? Uh, yeah, so uh, as what I've told uh, before, uh, Brother Craig and 
uh, Brother Timothy, Brother George, and the other ministers, uh, they have been uh, specifically into this uh, state in this province called Gifu. Mm-hmm. And they have come there many times and uh, planted seed there. And so there were believers there. That is, uh, uh, far, far from Ryokohama, mm-hmm. but uh, how long does it take is, you to get there? Uh, since there is a, you know, they they call in Japan the bullet train, right? That's a very fast train, but expensive one. Uh-huh. <laughs> so by using that, uh, we can uh, reach there in just two hours. Okay. Actually, uh, by train, but if you you use normal trains, you, you can arrive six hours. Right. Now six the, hours, or if you use car, it is it's it uh, costs the same time, about six hours by car, okay, going but, there. And so, uh, the believers there, there were certain believers there that uh, uh, they have also acknowledged uh, this uh, ministry in Yokohama, that they support it, and they, they have also acknowledged me. And so, uh, uh, it's just in my heart to to visit them uh, regularly if I can, if schedule allowed, if budget allowed. Uh, at least uh, in my heart, at least I go. Uh, we go there and visit there at least once a month. And tomorrow we will be going there. Okay. Uh, to have a, a whole day service there. At least uh, in one in one whole month, they 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 can uh, gather and uh, they have a service two times. Before we when we go there, sometimes we spend days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so hard to to fit in yeah, the schedule and everything. Sure. Uh, so that's what we are doing, and I'm so happy that I've got uh, uh, m- many supports uh, in the church. Uh, uh, some brothers uh, stepping up. Uh, I have some brother there that uh, brothers that are able to share the word, even though I go on those on these short mission trips, like uh, Brother Kelvin, a Nigerian brother, right. Brother Mark, also uh, from the Philippines. He's mm-hmm. actually my classmate in college, oh. and we met here okay. in Japan, and he's, he's a uh, full support also in the ministry. Amen. That's wonderful. Wonderful, Brother Fed. And I wanted to share that with the people. You know, we're hearing from you, and I think this is very important to hear from you, the rudiments and the foundational work that's going on there in Japan. And as the body matures, and the ministry matures, God will use the ministry as he reaches out, as the Holy Spirit reaches out to quicken his seed. You know, there needs to be a mature ministry. There needs to be something they can connect to, not just a believer here and a believer there, but as God establishes the church there in Japan, this this is a very vital work that is going on right now. The Holy Spirit is establishing a church, establishing a ministry, establishing a people, getting the translation work done. So when Amen. when he gathers his seed, there there's a way for them to be ministered to. So this is yes. very vital. And if people want to support that, you know, we can certainly, if, uh, you know, Bible believers here at Cloverdale Bible Way, you can certainly, if you have a desire to support the work in Japan, we can make sure that any support that comes in for Japan will reach Japan one way or the other, and we'll get it there for them. There's always expenses like renting of buildings, transportation, outreach, that sort of thing. And I know the Lord will provide one way or another for you, Brother Fed, Amen. and you're not asking Amen. for money, but I just want to let our listeners know that they too can support the work in Japan. This is a beginning work. 
very much like the work that's going on in Ethiopia and uh, places like that where the message is very new. And may God just continue yes. to bless you there. Well, is there anything else you want to say to the people while we have you? Amen. And so uh, uh, the greetings from the church, again, I would like to bring to you. This church is composed of, this is a very international church, mm -hmm. uh, composed of many uh, different nationality from, of course, Japanese, Chinese, uh, Filipinos, uh, Hollander, Nepali. Okay. And sometimes uh, believers from that are in Japan, mm -hmm. coming from Haiti and Brazil. So sometimes when we get a gathering, uh, it's like it's yeah, it's you're hearing speaking in tongues, literally speaking in tongues. <laughs> when I preach, sometimes some uh, they they interpret in Japanese, somebody interpret in Chinese, somebody inter interpret in Brazil, all going at the same time. So. Uh, it's like the book of Acts. Right, right. <laughs> literally, literally we're speaking. So I bring their greetings to to everyone. And I also take this time opportunity again to appreciate the uh, many ministries that have uh, helped and have been here in Japan mm -hmm. uh, one way or another. Uh, like Brother Tim has been a constant uh, support to us, especially sure. in the translation works. Yeah. And uh, Brother Timothy also. Uh, mm -hmm. Brother uh, Craig, mm -hmm. uh, Brother George, uh, one of also my 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 friend that is until now when he has a contact contacting him in the the page that he created he forwarded to me and so I I can meet new people right. and get to know other believers that are traveling to to Japan. Of course, uh, Brother uh, Pastor Shelley also mm -hmm. uh, was been uh, instrumental in uh, opening uh, the first contact of Pastor Danny mm -hmm. and I've heard other ministers also came through uh, believers uh, even from BCF Ohio mm. and uh, other believers that I do not know I believe since 80s 90s many ministers are coming to Japan and uh, all of those efforts uh, are not in vain Amen. and uh, these the seeds that they planted are now are we can see growing they 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 thought that uh, it's no use. It's just laying dormant there. But uh, at the rising of the sun, yes, the sunlight, yeah. uh, that's the name of our church, Church of the Rising Sun. Church of the Rising That's a perfect name for Japan. Yeah, not S-U-N, <laughs> but S-O-N. Uh, and so uh, as the sun continue to bring warmth to the seed, uh, they are quickened. Amen. And uh, they are growing and are making fruits. And so uh, I would appreciate everybody. Appreciate brother Tim. This is certainly an important uh, opportunity also for the people to know and be encouraged that God is doing something in Amen. this uh, you think impossible uh, place to to evangelize. But God is doing something. It is all God's work, and we see His hands, uh, very sovereign hands, rearranging arranging things and everything, placing people here, placing people there, connecting each other even disconnection and yes. uh it all it's all glory to him amen he, he's the one doing it uh, we don't take any glory we're just yielding ourselves to whatever he wants us to do amen amen god bless you brother tim god bless you brother fed we marvel in the sovereignty of god in the work there in yes. japan and all the way back from when he moved you there to the very day they were renting their first place for a meeting and how 
God had you prepared in the ministry and and helping in different areas of the church so that you were experienced in different functions of what it takes to establish a church and so many things on and on and on. I see nothing but the hand of God in this and to him be the Amen. glory. Amen. So thank you for joining with us, Brother yes. Fed. We sure appreciate it. And I know it will be a blessing to everybody. God bless you and greet the saints in Japan in the Church of the Rising Sun. That's a tremendous amen. name. Amen. God, God bless, bless you, Bertie. Well, amen. I am excited. That To me, that was such a fabulous uh, testimony and podcast and just great um, inspiration for us. You know, we have here, Brother Tim, I think our audience here is very special. Um, to be interested in the type of podcast we have, you'd have to be a very spiritually attentive and perceptive person. We have an amazing audience, and uh, I could go on, but I, to me, it's the best podcast audience probably in existence in the world today. These are the children of God at the end time. So, but I know the people are catching that what we are seeing here is groundbreaking. And maybe in past uh, ages, the way the reporting was, you wouldn't hear about something like this for maybe a couple of years when it got a little bit larger and, and the word got out. But here we are right at the beginning, and we are having these kind of interviews, and you can hear the firsthand testimony from Brother Fedomar, this humble brother. The humility just comes through to me. And the coalescing of gifts, the Lord just calling a translator in place, a church in place, a building in place. And, you know, you've been in missions for a while, Brother Tim, and you know you could try to set these things up. But you can't set them up. But you can certainly observe when the Lord is setting them up and things are happening. No, that's true, Brother Mark. We don't want to be found trying to set something up. But as I've said on this podcast before, we don't, we're not interested in trying to push a door open, but rather when God opens a door, we need to walk through it. And uh, we say, may God bless each and every brother that has labored in Japan. And of course, Brother Fed, who we've heard from today and the work that he's doing there, it's very um, foundational work that is necessary for the Holy Spirit to move in the country. You know, you can't go into a country and have thousands of souls saved unless you've got somewhere to send them. Brother Branham found that out in India. And so may God bless Brother Fed and the church there. And we're so glad that we're able to share this with the believers around the world that listen to this podcast. As you said, they are the, indeed the best audience, the elect of God that are interested in God's end time message. Through the marvel of technology, we're able to connect from Vancouver here all the way to Japan. It was a tremendous time zone difference and took a little bit of uh, arranging to get it done, but we got it done so that everybody can hear directly from the pastor there what's happening in the country of Japan. We take the technology that's advanced in this hour, the internet and all those things, and use it for the glory of God. You know, the very first line that Brother Branham shares in the message, or that is recorded in the message of the hour, is Brother Branham saying, we're getting some new gadgets for recording. And so uh, we take that as inspiration. 
Um, there are new gadgets, as it were, new technology coming all the time. We try to take advantage of it for one purpose. That's to spread and to share what's happening in this end time message as a redemptive purpose of our Lord Jesus Christ comes to its completion. So thank you for listening, everyone. God bless you. And we trust that this service or this uh, podcast has been a blessing to you. I believe it has. And may the Lord be with you. Shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Aho. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next Believers Faith Challenge Report podcast. Thank you.